Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 680. I'm one of host Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinside. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Hello! Welcome guys, welcome listeners and viewers to 680 of the Gamecast. We just finished our Movies of the Year episode. Um, it's on audio, it's on video, you can stream it on YouTube or on Twitch for a week at least. They store it, so you can watch it on Twitch for a week. But go on YouTube because it's got all of our stuff. You can subscribe and get notified when we go live uh, or when we post. Uh, and then also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify and you get the auto downloads that way too. So the audio mm-hmm. version of this will be up. But our Movies of the Year are done. Uh, from last year games of the year will not be tonight that will be next week because again uh we give about an hour for those episodes each and we'd like to divide it up so we don't have a you know 12 o'clock night one night um but uh yeah so that'll be next week this is a regular game cast folks there's some news out there we can talk about there's some games we can talk about uh it's been a little bit um of uh a week you know so i want to know what we've been up to guys what we've been playing uh i kick us off with sea of stars uh, I think I mentioned it briefly Needed. during the most anticipated <laughs> last week. Um, so I'm on chapter two now of that game. I'm about just in the, t- it looks like each chapter is going to be like, I saw I, there's three chapters. In this we need game. predictions. We need to anticipate it. Yeah. Oh, predictions. I'm sorry. Not anticipated. That was predictions. Yeah. Bold predictions episode. I mentioned it. So I'm playing this. I'm about 10 hours in now at this point, just past 10 hours. Uh, game's fantastic. Uh, it is so good. I do wish it doesn't scratch the suit code niche I was hoping for. There's not enough like recruitment characters, mm-hmm. uh, but it does mix like I would say Breath of Fire w- with um, with Zelda, mm-hmm. best mix I can think of. Uh, and the the characters are quirky in the first chapter uh, enough, and the, the pixel art. I mean, it's it's such classic RPG, turn based, straightforward. But you press the button to to do more damage. Mario Mario RPG style, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've mixed a lot of you can also ideas block in this too that way. And you can block uh, and, re- and reduce damage uh, in this game. And then there's vulnerabilities you have to keep an eye on. There's actually combos you can do. There's actually bonus damage you can do by tying in certain attacks to v- enemies at the right time. Um, and like I said, overall, the story so far is good. It's building still. I don't know. I'm sure there's a plot twist. I can't wait to get to that because uh, I know something's coming. Uh, but I haven't gotten there yet. So we're still building a normal story right now. Um, but mm-hmm. in, as in all of these old school style RPGs, there's always a plot twist. Like I'm waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, very enjoyable game though so far. And it's been on sale a few times. So I would I so far strongly recommend picking this up. And I think it was 20 bucks last week, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it seems so. Yeah, so I got it for I got it for twenty four on one of the CD keys. CD keys is where yeah. I got it from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fine, but uh, play, it runs on Steam Deck uh, just fine. Obviously, it's not a very powerful, demanding game. Uh, the cutscenes, it's it's so old fashioned. It's got the pixel art, and then when it goes to like storytelling cutscenes, it is animated like anime style. Uh, it's refreshing to have that. I don't know why. I mm-hmm. just like I actually like having. It's unbelievable because back in the day when you talk about like those old games, you're like, man, I want these graphics to be as good as the cutscenes. And now I'm like, I love that there's cutscenes. Uh, but, you know, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, we'll talk more about it when I finish up. Let's see if it can make my list next week. Uh, if it's see if it cracks my top three. Uh, we'll see. It's fun. I don't know if it gets in the top three, but it's fun. Might be a surprise. So still, we'll see. But that's it for me. Um, Corey, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of board games actually recently. My some of my buddies have been they have 
uh, the board, my board game group, they have their own podcasts that they do for that, and they're doing their top their top games of the board games of the year. So I've been helping play with some of those, and one of them I just want to shout out is called Anunnaki, which is a four X style game, which means like it's you're exploring, you're exterminating, you're um, you can never remember the four X's: Exter- explore, exterminate, expand, ex. Well, there's another. There's another one there, but anyway, yeah. it's um. But it uses like all the different like gods out there. Like not all of them, but like you have Norse gods, you have Greek gods, you have Egyptian gods, and those are your factions. And you have your own planets, and you're then exploring the other these other type god type planets to get resources, and then to unlock more minor gods as well as like your major god. But the main action board on the um the way that you're doing actions is like this pentagon thing that when you pick an action you're you're you can go adjacent to one of your other actions and you're as long as you're going adjacent you're getting to unlock another ability there which then helps do more actions so just combos over combos with more of the different abilities that you're unlocking which just makes it a lot more fun obviously and and you're building up your your faction and unlocking new powers and so I would just, I'd say it's a, one of the better games I played this from last year. And uh, yeah. just wanted to shout that out as far as board gaming goes, because we cool. definitely do a lot of the, the video games, but I'm obviously been a lot more on the tabletop side recently. Mm-hmm. This, this, but yeah. it's called Anunnaki, which is funny because there aren't Anunnaki gods in this. It's <laughs> but yes. Okay, cool. All right, Mike, what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing Baldur's Gate 3 for the last few weeks couple weeks i guess since around christmas yeah um and i like it uh i don't know what i'm doing i've if you're on the discord you see me asking questions being confused but i am into the second act now um for a little bit i've got about like 38 hours in the game um as i've mentioned i lost a main character just by not running into them for the longest time, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. I do worry that I'm I'm playing the game a little too like straight up to like appreciate what it does well. No, I think you're you're experiencing more than I did in Act One. I mean, I played for sixty five hours in this game, and you're thirty eight. Well, yeah, I'm I'm normally kind of a bit of a completionist. I really dr- dragged my feet before I went to the next area because it warns you, and I do not want to like miss anything and also i'm not good at the combat yeah so tough. i want to be tough. decent decently leveled or find some like good shit to use uh it, right now i'm about level six right now you so. you'll get you should have your cycle now tony i'd like you to chime in because you finished this right this week yes yeah so the the, the combat click more for you in act three like did you just suddenly find your knee like your 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 you find a rotation eventually right i mean I, I think combat was the hardest in Act One when you didn't have stuff. Yeah, definitely. But for like, me, most, most RPGs yeah. though, because like Act Two, it clicked, and then I, I just had that rotation down that I wanted. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like in Act Two, like I was like, okay, this is my build using my party members. Like I didn't, I didn't rotate people in and out unless yeah. it was like specifically a quest thing or like. like yeah, I needed a stare to do some like lock pick or something. Yeah, you had to take them on. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was it. Um. But for the most part, now I was just like, all right, I have my build, and you guys are gonna die down. Just 
That's what I got to. About the end of Act Two, that clicked for me. That the Dynal group, I call it. Uh, but yeah, so Mike, you're you're going into Act Two. Um, mm-hmm. it, but you're doing. It's a little annoying. It's a, the Act Two. The 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 gimmick of Act Two is a little annoying. Uh, even though I, I Isn't it? have yeah. a, a cheating thing, which I'm sure is like morally wrong to have, but I'm using it. Um, <laughs> it's at least that's what they imply. But it's a choice. It's fine. What uh, my what character. Choice? To to have a trapped like fairy in a light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, what you guys did, really? Um, no, I didn't actually. No, I, I found it. I just found it that way. I didn't like. No, I but that's that's, like, that's what I'm saying. You picked that choice, like, oh, I'm just gonna enslave you in this fucking. Yeah. No, she she's or she's. Once they started you yelling at me, I'm like, if you didn't, you, you're, you're in here. Yeah, if you didn't choose that, you would have gotten the gift anyways. Yeah, you get it anyway. Yeah, she gives you a gift oh. to not need it. So. <laughs> I went that other route. Um, I didn't enslave her, so I, you know, one of the rare I decisions trust- I think my character made. I just played it the way I wanted to. Play I entrust it, it, but it is. It doesn't. My my character is supposed to be a folk hero, so it's not mm. exactly in line. Although he's also a rogue, which means Asterian. He can be a little deceiving. Yeah. Never. Oh yeah. I don't. Asterian is like my my in my, you know, in the doghouse for me. He's useless to me. He doesn't. Mm. And he, he's also kind well, of. You'd be doubling up on rogues, then. So yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him too much as a character either. I'm like, this guy kind of sucks. <laughs> he was he was fine. Damage he can do right off the bat for me was really good. Uh, but in the like, if it's a long fight, he's not very good for a long fight. Yeah. Um. No, I, I don't know. I'm hoping I'll... I'm not gonna blitz through it just to try to get it on the list. I'm not sure. Because like I like the game, I uh, it reminds me of some other things I liked, like you know, the X Men Legend games back in the day, and a little bit of Midnight Suns, and even um, you know The Witcher, just because of the the vibes and the universe. But no, we'll cool. see. We'll see if it, if, if if it can <laughs> overcome you know my so, natural dislike for fantasy setting and turn based. If if but Mike, if, you're you're playing a lot of it, <laughs> RPGs no, I, too. I am. But... You're an RPG am, fan, yeah. though. It's called what it is. Yeah, I am. We're playing Final Fantasy VII. No. Uh, uh, but no, I, I like it. Uh, well, it's it's like the same thing. I I hate open worlds, but I play a ton of open worlds. <laughs> and Mike hates RPGs, but you're now paying, playing a ton I of mean, RPGs. I mean, I've never hated RPGs. I hated, you know, turn-based things. But I've done, like, three in Most the last RPGs few are years. Most RPGs That's a classic RPG, yeah. You don't like well, JRPGs. Yeah, so. Yes. That's, no, that's even Western cool. RPGs are even Western. Yeah, you're right. Well, you're right. like, okay. like, you can say like Fallout Three stuff like that is an RPG. You could kind of put that in that. But that you spun the whole conversation. Is it half RPG and half shooter? Because that's what it is. That was the biggest complaint from Fallout traditionalists. It's like, oh, Absolutely. it's a shooter more than a, an RPG. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but. all right, cool. Um, Tony. Yeah. So I finished up my playthrough of Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, here it is. Um, I can't. Amazing game. I got it. I cannot wait till you both finish this, by the way, because I got to hear how you finish your game. No, that's the thing is, like, as soon as I did it, I was like, I really wonder what Jim picked. And I I kind of feel like I know what you did. I'm not going to say anything, obviously, but I'm like, I bet I know what Jim did. Um, I think I remember him saying something that now makes more sense to me what he did. Yeah. Um, But anyway, like, fantastic game. Amazing. Truly. a uh, milestone for 
RPGs. And the one thing I hope that in five or ten years, probably closer to ten, unfortunately, that other RPGs are going to take away the choices that Larian made into mm-hmm. making this game an experience, right? Because yeah. you cannot experience all the content in this game on one playthrough. You can't. No, it's impossible. True. Because you have to make decisions that will affect other places. Affect, you can't affect get other, other things, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. To me, that is what I want. That this is my biggest criticism. Something like, um, you know, I want to hit them while they're down, but I, I got to call it out. Uh, you look at something like um, Bethesda with Starfield and their whole thing of trying to make, oh, well, you could do everything. You're, you're the chosen one. You can do whatever you want. And I'm just like, no, nope. nah, I, I don't like that. Like, That's... I want consequences for my actions. Yeah, I don't want you also to get want, the same experience everybody else does. Like you also want the freedom. You also want the freedom of doing what you want, feeling right. like that. Like obviously, right. there's still ropes in this. There's like there's still a channel you have to go through. You don't feel like it in Baldur's Gate, but there's still something there. Right. But like exactly. in Stargate, in Stargate, Stargate, <laughs> Jesus, in Starfield, um, that was the problem going from Baldur's Gate to Starfield for me. I'm just like, why am I playing this game? Right. Already, exactly. I there are choices that you have to what make. Question. Yeah. Sorry, just to divert mm-hmm. a little bit. What if three years from now, Starfield? Is a completely different game because then, like, let's say this was the early access for like, because it wasn't Ball's Gate in early access for three years. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it was. So, like, that's and the, if Starfield does that, because like, who you saw that? Mass Effect, like, that. No Man's Sky. I no, I, I can't see it either because I don't think they're gonna commit three more years to this game. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't like. Like, I think not. Not to put anybody like, like down. I just think as a devil's advocate let's say yeah. larian did get a chance to have people play this game and get a bunch of feedback uh for uh, we, we lost, lost Jim. jim's video but uh, a bunch of feedback from you know the community at least to help in whereas like a game like oh. starfield's like expected to be this 10 out of 10 on day one when it's released which yeah, is yeah, a little no, unfair it, no, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I i get it and that's that's one of the things where i'm like very unique the, the situation to, to mm-hmm. me, the whole thing of like Baldur's Gate three. Welcome back, Jim. The right. whole thing with like everybody like being like, "Oh my god!" Because I was like, I've been talking to people playing this game for the past two years, yeah, or three years, because it was during the pandemic. I remember, and I was like, "Oh, I'll wait for the official release because mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I don't." Why well, waste your time on a bad game, right? Then, right, yeah, exactly. Like... So when everybody's like, "Oh, this," I was like, "Oh, like you guys didn't know this is going to be like it was still great, you know, people are like loving it, but you mm-hmm. you were helping develop the game, you're helping." Get to 1.0, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And if Bethesda does do that, kudos and props to them. But th- the problem is, like, the things I want out of Starfield to do would require so much work, effort, and energy. They might as well just make a new game. Yeah. Be yeah. Honest. yeah. And that's the thing, is, like, if anything, I hope that this shapes the next Fallout game because we're so far away mm-hmm. from the next Fallout game. We, like, we're totally getting um, Elder Scrolls next. That is yeah. way too late for them to to drastically change the needle. Yeah, yeah the Fallout game, the next Fallout game, that has a chance. So I'm hoping that's I what mean, I, I think. Bowler's Gate's way out. Or the Bowler's Gate sees Elder Scrolls is way out there too, which I think. No, they no, could no. I mean, it's probably from... four years away, but like, the, like they're you know we always talk about like scope creep and all that stuff. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, they would have to delay the game even longer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're willing. Microsoft, I don't think they're willing to be. Microsoft's like, not no. No, but they're well, still like, money at it though too. So. Right. Anyway, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, I actually think the third act is probably the weakest, in my opinion. Um, to where I wonder where, not, not only from a narrative perspective, but from a um, polished perspective. 
I had so many glitches and bugs in Act 3. I actually got a little upset at a couple times. Where I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, game? Um, where I actually wonder if some, a lot of these reviewers and or people that were, you know, propping yeah. it up got to Act 3. Because I'm like, yo, this is some jank bullshit going on right now. And even, I don't know if people know, but on Xbox, the Xbox version of the game, there's a bug where it's just randomly deleting your save files. Yeah. And good luck. Good, you know, yeah. fucking start over. Um, and again, the you know, to me, the overall, like, I didn't, I never really truly enjoyed combat. It was only just like a, a means, mm, means to get to end. the end. Where it was like, hey, you're in my way and I need to do that. And once I found out what works, it just carried me through the rest of the game. Like, I nope. never really, and it, it's unfortunate because like in a game like this where, again, I had so many scrolls, potions, elixirs, and bombs, whatever, etc. And I'm just like, but I know what works, and I don't need to change anything I'm doing uh, to the point where I'm like, if I ever play this game, I will definitely play it differently just to like see how it is. Because like mm-hmm. my team basically consisted of three two-handed like warriors, fighters, barbarians, just running up and just fucking wrecking people in their face while my uh, cleric just sat back, healed them, and then summoned bullshit to like fight other people. <laughs> So yeah. I was just like, all right, like I know it works. You're not stopping me. There's no reason for me to change up my gameplay and stuff like that. Did you guys um, respect any respect any yes. of the um yes. other characters? Yes, absolutely. You should respect. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean it's it's I, like a hundred gold. It's inconsequential. No, I know, but it's more like the thinking part. <laughs> That's oh boy for me. Yeah. Um I, I I've heard that, you know, Shadowheart is kind of no, you absolutely. If you're using her, you need on. to respect her because her her fucking trickster cleric is bullshit. Like, you, it's terrible. It's god awful. I mean, I use her almost exclusively as a healer now. I don't. She can't hit right. anything. And, well, right, but her healing is also mediocre in that default class. Great. Yes. Exactly. Here's <laughs> something out. Yeah, I, mean, well, I guess yeah, I can link a build. I can link a good build. Um. So anyway, it's still an amazing game. Absolutely amazing. I will remember this. For years to come, stuff like absolutely, that. yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I have been playing with my brother, and I mentioned on the podcast, uh, he's a survival horror aficionado, uh, and trying to get one more game out of the way before next week. We'll see if that happens, but at least we're a decent way into it. Uh, was we're playing the Dead Space remake? Mm, that I saw game, that on your table. So. Yeah, uh, that game is awesome. Like I played a little bit of the, the original. Um, but I didn't have it. I you think never it went through like it? Oh, wow. No, I never went through it, which is like one of the... And the worst part is, it's in my Steam library. Like, I was just going through my Steam library there. Nice. I was like, wait, I had original Dead Space? I was like, remember that, but mm-hmm. there it is. And I'm like, well, whatever. I'm playing the remake now. Um, but this game is really fun. You can obviously see the inspiration from um, the Resident Evil uh, 2 and forward, you know, moving on, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but set in a space setting with you know, aliens and stuff like that. And uh, what I really appreciate is the graphics are incredible. The atmosphere is top notch. Like the things that have, they have you doing in the environmental aspect is unmatched. I'd say by other games. And I reserve, I I put an asterisk there just because I bought Alan Wake too. I haven't gotten a chance to try Mm. that yet, but um, that could be the one game that does it Uh, because there are times where it's like, Hey, this area of the map, because you're on a you're on a giant spaceship, right? 
and you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And there's like, hey, well, there's only enough reserve energy to power one thing in this section. Uh, and you need to power the door so you get through. So what do you have to do? You have to turn off the lights. And turning off the lights in a survival horror game where there are mobs of enemies, generally pretty fucking scary and stuff like that. Uh, so it really adds to the tension where you're like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, no, not like, you know, like just the the escalation of your, mm. you know, blood pressure, heart, whatever you want to call it. It's like, this is not going to be a good time. I know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, but, and I'm not sure if this was the original, but in the remake, there are sections where your suit has oxygen levels where you have to go to parts of, uh, where like are in space and you see your like timer on the suit. It's like, you got mm. 60 seconds of oxygen. You better get to that next vacuum, vacuumized pressure sealed, you know, area. And you're like, oh, and then they throw enemies and you're like, I don't have time to fuck around with you guys. <laughs> like, I need to go. Um, so it's just really fun from that perspective. So I'm really enjoying that game. Uh, so awesome. once again, props to Resident Evil 2 Remake for bringing on the survival horror resurgence mm-hmm. that we're now benefiting from, you know, five years later. So uh, that sounds like they did a great job there. And like, I'm super excited to see if they do the second one because the second one is even I, better. That's right here. I hear yeah. 2 is the peak of the franchise. Just yes. kind of like a lot of people think that was there is a moment look. in that game that like people still talk about. I think yeah. that. And it's I think it's done. Freaks, it's freaks out. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. I hope uh, we're getting it because, mm-hmm. you know, Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 4 remake, uh, Dead Space remake, and Silent Hill 2 remake. You know, I just, I hope uh, we're in that era now of uh, yeah. resurgence there. But yeah, that's what I'm playing. Cool. Awesome. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into some news, guys. Uh, a couple of things happened this week. Let's kick it off with layoffs. Um, apparently, mm. we've got. Do I win my. Do I win my bet already? You might. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon's Twitch to cut 500 employees, 35% of its staff, um, which is... Uh, yeah, baby. Most, yeah, after two rounds of layoff last year. Yep. Two rounds of layoff, sorry, last year. They're going to do another 500 employees on Twitch. Um, and the, to, to, to piggyback that in, Unity, which has had its own problems, not Amazon mm-hmm. issues, is going to cut... 1,800 jobs, 25% approximately of its workforce. Yep. Targeting laying off. Not to say that definitively, but they're targeting 1,800. Yep. That's insane. So a lot of industry layoffs, um, not good. Not no, good. we were talking about this. We talked about this uh, a little bit. Like you said, you mentioned this last uh, Bold Predictions, didn't you? No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sad because I don't want it to be a Bold Prediction, but uh, it's almost... You know, you had all these people that were these companies that were being propped up by the pandemic and people having nothing better to do because they're not going outside and they're flocking to video games and watching video game streams. And these companies believing, oh, yeah, like this growth was sustainable. Like, oh, look, we went 50 percent year over year from 2019 to 2020. Well, no shit. What happened? And for them to expect that to continue moving forward now in 2023 and 2024 is just asinine like any realist person would be like okay well that was you know let's not get ahead of ourselves let's not overstaff let's just power through this you know and stuff like that then now you know uh what's an age-old thing i don't know the you're paying the piper uh, i don't know it's just yeah. it's like oh mm-hmm. look like now we don't have that growth and we don't have that sustainability and we need to cut back and cut back significantly it's not like yeah a five or even ten percent which still no, be a lot of people's lives yeah you're talking about 30, 25 to 33%. Like, 
and especially with uh, Unity, like that just pissed me off because eighteen hundred people. Yeah, right. Unity was a bunch of these fucking uh, C level and board of directors coming in, being like, "We need to monetize Unity because you, this company, could be making so much more money." Where they push that shit we talked about at the end of the year with um, you know the ways they wanted to monetize the licensing and stuff like that. And I said, developers are going to jump ship, even though they wound up reverting all those changes. Nobody trusts them anymore. Once you lose trust, like that is it. And it's unfortunate because now the baseline employees are paying for the price for greedy uh, board of directors and C-level executives uh, who are getting golden parachutes. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ristelio or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just fuck him. Like he's getting paid millions of dollars, even though he got fired. It's like, cool. You ran this company yeah. in the ground. Yeah, with Twitch, you know, just uh, again, uh, you know, I remember being a huge fan of Twitch, like in the early days, uh, and seeing hey, we're streaming on Twitch right now. Yeah, yeah. we're streaming on Twitch, obviously, right now. Uh, but you know, a company uh, was acquired by a gigantic multi-billion-trillion-dollar company, and they don't know how to monetize it, right? Because it, at the end of the day, it's a grassroots thing, and uh, a billion trillion dollar company cannot make money off of this the way that it, it should be doing right because it's not worth the money like it's not worth the roi for them for this platform where ads subscriptions etc like aren't paying for the service so yeah uh yeah. it's gonna be a rough ride this year yeah very rough ride yeah it will be all right those are the layoff uh, unfortunate starts let's see what else we've got here oh xbox direct announced for next week january 18th 12 p.m direct well xbox developer direct showcase starting uh thursday at 12 p.m pacific 3 p.m eastern uh january 18th uh going over showcasing a few games for their coming year coming this year I mean, that's that's mm-hmm, the key. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Machine Games Indiana Jones will be on display. So the uh, Wolfenstein. I did have like uh, a little um, whip. I mean, Machine Games, I think they do good. Like, Wolfenstein has been great. Wolfenstein was great. But yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, wasn't that like six years ago, though, at this point? Five that's years? I'm saying. Yeah. It's I mean, a they've had a couple of games, like a couple of them. But they've always been so, solid. It's just, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, they're going to show Avowed at this one. Aura, uh, History Untold, and Senwa's Hellblade 2, Senwa Saga. Mm-hmm. That's going to uh, get everything until it comes yeah. out. Yep, an Indiana Jones game. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested to see what they've built with this, because this is, like I said, this is Wolfenstein Studio. Like you said, it's been a while. They've been working on this, obviously, for a while. It's coming this year. Could be interesting. I got to hit my I gotta hit my AAA title prediction this year, didn't I? Mm-hmm. So uh, hoping, but we'll see. Uh, every time they say it's coming this year, I take that with a grain of salt. Um, Got it. As you should. Yeah. I, I, how many years do we see Redfall? How many years do we see Starfield? Et cetera, et cetera, I have et cetera, learned. Et cetera, Even when they come out, you're like, are they still going to be any good? No. Well, we've uh, seen nothing of this game yet. So. Not yet, but it's coming nothing. this year apparently. So we'll see you on Thursday next week. Next Thursday, not this Thursday coming up. All right. Other news. Uh, DLC for Dead by Daylight has uh, come out today that Alan Wake is uh, getting DLC for Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Character will be appearing in the game. I think. Um, it's, Alan it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If it's it, absolutely it does. Um, they did, they did a great job with licensing. So yeah, yeah incredible. And uh, I forget if I put it on the news, but they are bringing. I think I posted it in the Discord at least. Uh, but the Stranger Things collaboration is coming back. Mm. Uh, I think a year or two. They, I think you did mention it on the podcast at some point. Yeah, yeah, a year or two. They had said they were losing the license, and I think. I had speculated because it was Netflix was getting in the game, so they might have been doing their own, you know, whatever plans for a 
Stranger Things. Season five then, started filming. Season five did start filming. Unrelated, but yeah. So yeah, Alan Wake. I mean, it's it's cool because you get to see like this is so Alan Wake will be a playable survivor. So every survivor has their own unique um, perks that you can unlock for all the characters. You can really customize and make it so like a character is basically just a skin. But you know he'll have some Alan Wake um, specific abilities and stuff like that. And they've they've been really good. So like you know you have the a lot of the RE characters. So like um, you know Leon has like a grenade he can use defensively and whatnot. And so I think it's yeah pretty fun. We'll see how it goes. So I'm just gonna shine a flashlight in your eyes or some shit. Well, I mean, flashlights are in the game, so he'd probably have like a flashlight buff where it's like his flashlight is better than other characters. And if that's the case, yeah. oh man, flashlight is one of the best weapons against killers in this game. Like I, I said it before, but like you can bully the killer very easily if you're good with the flashlight because you just blind them, and as soon as they get out of the bond, you blind them again, and then I think you have enough for a third charge. It's like cool, you just bought like. 30 seconds for your team. Like, that's a lot. Mm. Cool. All right. Uh, last in the news, we had a report last week. This is just a report. This is not confirmed. Uh, Switch 2 will likely be an iteration rather than a revolution, launching at $400, according to a Tokyo based game industry consultancy firm um, releasing information. Obviously, they have some access to information, so this seems like it could be credible. I don't. I don't know if $400 is a little bit out of the price range for a handheld, but it looks like that's where the industry is going anyways, like Steam Deck and stuff. So I don't think I was that's... I say, didn't, didn't you buy a Steam Deck for that? Absolutely. Much? I don't think it's astronomical. Okay. Uh, I think doing an iteration of the Switch is the right steps rather than reinvent the wheel and try to do something new. They have a successful formula. We all just want something more powerful, and I think that's what we're going to get here, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, I don't think four hundred dollars is crazy, especially with how much fun I'm enjoying, like with my Steam Deck. Like, uh, you know, the Switch is fine, but it's so underpowered these days. Like, you just need you need a buff. Oh yeah, it's decade old hardware. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It just needs that upgrade. And uh, hoping this is going to be a good step forward too with this chipset, because the chipset's very powerful that they're supposed to be using, reportedly using. Um, I think it can do a lot of cool stuff and catch them up a little bit to everything going on. I just hope that the base. Obviously, this is a pipe dream. Base storage 256, please. But we'll say Steam Deck mm-hmm. is 256, base storage is 400 bucks. Yeah, but it's a come with like a dock. No, you're right. You're right. Controllers aren't good, detachable. Good point. good point. I mean, good we'll point. see. You know, I would hope, I, I would love it, right? I would I love, love it. it yeah. But I, I gotta, you know, you gotta be a realist. Uh, like I said, 64 gigabytes is what the OLED has. So it's I, gonna be I would one, view it's gonna that be as the minimum. It's gonna be 120. 120 is probably the most realistic. Yeah. Uh, you know, thing. But the thing is, Nintendo games typically aren't very large anyway. So no, but I feel like um, with being able to do more with the chipset coming, they're going to be larger naturally. So I think 128 is the right way to go. Yeah. 256 is the ideal way to go. But you know, it is what it is. So yeah. there might even be like a option. That it will, yeah, it matters absolutely. as much. Right, and that's, that's the biggest thing is that Nintendo did it the right way. Where you can just use a micro SD card. Yep. So you can just swap the games where it's like, oh, the game I'm playing, I can just swap to the internal SSD for the fastest load and stuff like that. And I can just keep things on the micro SD card and just, you know, move yeah, things around sure. uh, as need be for the faster loading and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I just run the, run the games off of the micro. Well, you can. Yeah. 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 If you want yeah. the absolute like a couple fastest. extra seconds or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think Zelda I installed locally. That was about it. Everything mm-hmm. else I've been. So, but I think. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see what, what I think what I'm more excited to see is where 
the new technology can bring the Nintendo games. Forget the catching up on certain third-party stuff. I think, as with every new new piece of hardware you get from Nintendo, when it's when it's when it's good, obviously, like the Wii U is maybe ahead of its time. The Switch is where that we should have been going. Um, but I feel like when Nintendo hits a piece of hardware, it gets interesting to see mm-hmm. where they can build their games to. You know, what I'm saying like, what's the iteration that they can do with their games to to mm-hmm. exercise that hardware best? Well, yeah, and absolutely. I, think, I mean, yeah, I mean, you look at something like Tears of the Kingdom, right? And that game is running off a of cartridge if not, if it's not running off of your internal and it's not an SSD. Yeah. And the only load times you have is when you far travel in that game, right? Yeah, yeah. Like any other game where you're going from the sky to the ground to the underworld, like that, that's impressive. Like I can't think of another game that you could do something. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know either. Yeah, it's well right. done. Uh, it's so amazing what they did with that game that I just I'm can't. Curious because like I don't think the Switch Two is just going to be a better version of the switch right like because like when you get like the xbox you get xbox series s whatever it's just a better version of the thing you had before right it's not mm-hmm. not innovating anyway nintendo is well, yeah. always innovating with their hardware and doing yeah. things differently so i'm curious to see what you think they, they might do yeah. okay. i'm just saying I, I, you don't believe, they do, you don't because... believe this report there's going to be something that's going to make it more unique than just another switch right okay. there's gonna like the easiest addition to be something like front and face back and cameras mm-hmm. um for various things you know we've seen that from the 3ds and the uh the wii u gamepad that they could use okay. again uh they could get back into ar games again stuff like that because i you know, a would lot love of... i would love improved controllers Go on. yeah more durable yeah Go on. <laughs> yeah well i mean that's everybody right yeah i know i know i know (laughs) then saying like you know i think that when it comes to hardware nintendo is thinking more outside the box than sony and and xbox no absolutely so right Um, i expect there to be something there will be like a a new hook right there will be i would think so i would would hope so too because yeah and not that the wii u is you know Wii U was a failure but they were trying something new and they were trying to do something different and like I appreciate, I think you can appreciate that because you already have Xbox and Sony doing the same thing. It's like you don't, you know, necessarily need that. Yeah, right. So we'll see. I mean, we always get a February direct, so you know, most like six weeks out, we'll know. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be soon. I think we yeah, got it. Safe. I mean, it's gotta be. Cool. All right. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk about. Oh. What did I skip? What did I skip? Suicide Squad. Oh no, I don't care about it. You don't care after playing no. in that NDA to <laughs> you enjoyed, it. You enjoyed no, that, I Jim. Mean, I did enjoy it, but the more you get away from it, uh, I, like again, <laughs> not even more away from it, but it's more of like more you think about it, the more you're like, I'm not paying full price for this game. Definitely, um, I still might try it this year. Absolutely, uh, I just I don't disagree with some of the nitpicks the more you think about it. But I did enjoy the, the alpha. I watched some of that footage and I was like, this yeah. is fucking hot garbage. Yeah, I didn't think it was hot garbage. Just, it feels better than it looks, but yeah, it's, yeah. I would say it definitely uh, ran fine. I'm more combat wise. I'm not talking about looking fine. I'm talking about the UI looks god awful. Look like you're just puking numbers on a screen. I didn't watch any of this stuff. Is it that got like the hit numbers and stuff popping up? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. And like you, like anytime you're playing as Harley, you got these weird like red and blue. I don't know Harley symbol or whatever just popping out. You have these fucking things like Suicide Strike or whatever. I'm just like, and you have like things in every corner of the fucking game. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what is any of this? 
you the math needs to be to there. Find out. The ammo, <laughs> no. the special abilities. Yeah, I, I mean the the energy level. Yeah, I know. Really, that, that quest looks so fucking stupid, dude. There's literally a bus that comes out like Fortnite style from the fucking air. I didn't. Did you guys not do that in the alpha? No. We had to rescue civilians. No. Mm, no. Oh my god. No, no civilians in the alpha. Oh no. my god. Like, literally, they're like, oh, what are the missions? Like, a mission that pops up frequently is like, save the civilians, get on the bus. I'm like, what are you fucking that doing? Was... on the bus. And it's literally like a flying bus. I'm just like, hmm. you guys not... lost the plot on this one. I don't see that, mm. but I don't know. We'll see when it comes out. You didn't out. watch any of the TV footage? No, I didn't watch that. I just oh go by one of three. So, all right. We'll see. Excuse don't waste your coming. When's that coming out? Yeah, February. Next month. Next month. Yeah. I mean, it's got, it, it will got not be a day one purchase, I, definitely. It, it's but, interesting okay. for me. I almost want to spoil myself when the game actually comes out. And if things go a certain way, I just won't play it. And if they mm. go a different way, maybe I'll give it a try. Do you want to know? You don't know. I already, that I already know. So. You don't know no, that person lied. No. Mm. Okay, we'll see. We'll, yeah. see so. we'll see when it comes out. All right. That's going to wrap up this episode of the GameCast, folks. Thanks for tuning in once again. We are live on Twitch Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. Please join us live. Next week is our Games of the Year podcast, so please join us for that one. Uh, movie cast, we still do regular one next week. Uh, TV shows of the year will be after that one the following week. Uh, YouTube following day has all of our content, so always go back and watch any of that stuff. Uh, audios on Spotify and YouTube, uh, YouTube and iTunes. So stay tuned. We'll see you guys next week. We are out. Bye.